Hello, my name is Nicole Van Gelder, and I want to welcome you to Choosing Happily Ever After, a podcast that focuses on values and practical tools that help us have peace, joy, and confidence so that we can create our own happy homes and lives. No fairy godmothers required. Hello, thank you for being with me today. If you have been listening recently, you know that I am on this journey right now of maximizing my life, quote unquote, maximizing. It all started when I realized that I was working towards minimizing my life, that is towards lessening some of my responsibilities, letting go of things, just trying basically to find out ways to make life easier. (laughs) I didn't realize that's what I was doing, but I was minimizing things and I was thinking that this was the right thing, that it was in line with the moment. And, you know, the Lord's been kind of waking me up and correcting me. And I have come to realize that my season isn't about minimizing, but it's about maximizing. To maximize something means to make it as great as possible to make it as big as possible, like you're doing the most with something. Maximizing is a completely different mindset than minimizing. And I'm coming to understand the things that are in my hand and the opportunities that are in front of me and that my mindset needs to be one of tackling those things, of growing them, of getting, you know, the new skills necessary to maximize the season that I'm in that my capacity and my mindset and even what my life looks like, that it's supposed to be growing and stretching and not shrinking back. (laughs) Now, obviously, there are two sides to the story and you can't have, you know, a billion different things that you're maximizing. You have to know what it is that's in your hand, what the season is about and maximize those things. Because obviously, When you maximize in one area, minimizing another thing is probably going to be necessary. But as I'm on this journey, I'm just kind of sharing it with you and I'm still processing. I'm still learning how to articulate it. So I just want to thank you for your patience with me as I do that. But I hope as you listen that you're encouraged as well, because I think that probably every season is actually one for maximizing. It's just that you maximize different things in different seasons. But the Lord, he gives us opportunities. He gives us gifts and talents. He puts people into our lives. And I think that he doesn't do anything by accident or by mistake. There isn't anything without care on his end. And so it's up to us to recognize and to maximize, do the most with the moments we have and the gifts that he's given to us. So one thing that I've been learning on this journey is that maximizing actually starts with accepting your current state with joy and thankfulness. That it actually starts, you can't maximize something until you actually accept it, (laughs) which might sound a little counterintuitive, but I do believe that maximizing starts with accepting. So this means you're accepting who you are and where you are acceptance is so important. I had this experience once with my husband where I was talking to him about if I should go on a diet. What you need to know about that, (laughs) I know this is kind of a, a funny topic to try to explain in a nutshell, but I have seven daughters in my house. And when I only had one, 
I made this determination that I was not going to have my daughter grow up in a household of dieting, that I didn't want to have girls that had an external pressure about being a certain size. I'm not talking about having, you know, healthy foods in your diet or exercising because it's good for you or anything like that, but just the whole pressure of our culture that can come on people. I think it comes on men too, but I think uniquely on women about this pressure of being a certain size and tying how you feel about yourself with what size pants you wear. You know, like that seems (laughs) a little ridiculous. And I think it's starting to change a little bit. Anyway, so I've made this determination and I have stuck with it. And it's been a really healthy and good thing for me and for my home. But I had this season where I had had a child and had stopped nursing. And for me, nursing, I know it's supposed to be the magical thing that makes weight come off. But for me, I actually would found that as I nursed, my body held on to a little extra weight. And then when I would stop nursing, it would it would start to come off. But anyway, so I had this this season where I'd stopped nursing and my weight had gone back down, you know, but it, it wasn't all the way where I wanted it to be. Not because I was concerned about a number because I don't even pay attention to that, but because my pants were a little tight <laughs> and that was uncomfortable. And I wanted, you know, my pants to not be so uncomfortable. And I was talking to Jamie about it and saying, you know, I think maybe I should go on a diet. And he just looked at me and he was like, what are you talking about? Cause that is not a common comment for me. Right. So he being the wonderful husband that he is. So men, if you're listening, know that this is the right answer. (laughs) He looked at me and he was like, you know, Nick, you are so beautiful. Like I wouldn't change anything. Like if you need Like if your pants are uncomfortable, just buy new pants. Don't try to, you know, don't worry about your weight. Just, just buy comfortable pants, (laughs) which as I said, was the right answer. So, so he passed that test, even though it hadn't intended to be a test. But sometimes in life, this phrase comes back to me, just buy new pants. And you know what I did in that moment, by the way, I did later go buy pants (laughs) And then the weight did end up, you know, coming off and whatever. This isn't a podcast about weight. But buying new pants, accepting who you are, not being upset about it, this is important. You know, no one is perfect. Nobody has attained who they want to be entirely. No one is perfect inside. No one is perfect outside. Who you are is going to fluctuate and change over time. And so it's so important to have a baseline of acceptance, to feel good about yourself. Recognize that you have some things that you think are flaws that are not actually flaws. And at some point, you might even recognize that they're your strengths. You also probably have some things that you don't see as flaws (laughs) that actually are, that are causing you pain or problems or are causing people in your life pain and problems, but you don't even realize that it's a flaw. Like this is the thing about life that is so amazing and beautiful is that the Lord created you and he created you carefully and with thought 
And he is with you on a journey to reveal in you who he created you to be. Because we all go through life picking up stuff that we're not supposed to pick up. We all go through life taking on mindsets that we're not supposed to have that just aren't correct, that are harmful, and it changes the way we behave or the way that we see or think. And it distorts who God created us to be. But the Lord doesn't wait to love us until we're cleaned up and until we are exactly who he created us to be. He loves us on the journey and it's his love of us that actually brings us into who we're supposed to be. Now, if his love operates like that in our lives, I don't know why we don't understand (laughs) that that's how our own attitude towards ourselves should be. That we start with accepting who we are and we feel okay about that. (laughs) We accept it. We understand that we're not perfect, but that God created us with purpose, that he created us well, that he put gifts and talents in our life and that they're actually there, that we're worthy of being loved because the creator of the universe made us and he loves us. Now, if you're in the church, these are probably things that you've heard before, but don't just let it go over your head. Let it in this moment sink in. You are acceptable just as you are. And not only are you acceptable, but you're valuable. You're loved. You should accept where you are to start with. Don't wait until you get to a point where somehow you have attained enough or you've changed enough or grown enough or you know you look a certain way or you have have a level of success don't wait until that moment as though somehow in that moment then you're going to feel good about who you are because that is a fallacy <laughs> feeling good about who you are starts inside and it starts now while you're on your journey because there is never going to be a day i can promise you this where you're going to somehow attain enough externally to feel good about who you are. This is an attitude that you cultivate within your heart now. And the amazing thing is that as you cultivate that in your heart now, it will actually allow you to blossom on the outside as well. Insecurity is such a thief. It robs you of the beauty of life. It steals intimacy with other people. It robs you of experiences. It teaches people around you. It teaches your kids that who they are is not good enough. You may not realize that that's what's happening, but it is. How many of us have shrunk back from a person or a moment because we were self-conscious of ourselves, because we were insecure about something about ourselves. And it robbed that moment from us, but it also robbed that moment from the other person. It stole that intimacy away. It impacts life so much when we live from a place of insecurity. There is always room for improvement, but true and lasting growth happens from the inside out, not the other way around. And if you exercise to feel good about yourself or you feel good about yourself because you've dieted to attain a certain weight, like external things, I know I'm focusing on external things, but it's just an example. It doesn't have to be that, but it is so common for women, especially. But if that's the case, what happens if that changes? You know, I have a friend 
that has had some medical things happening that have impacted their physical frame greatly. And (laughs) that can be a difficult thing. But if you're trying to deal just with the physical and on top of that, it's impacting your self-worth, like there are things that are not in your control. And these are the things that shouldn't be the basis for how you feel about yourself. You know, on the other hand, if you exercise because you're taking care of yourself or because you enjoy it or because you're doing it with other people and you appreciate the community aspect of it, it's still adding value to your life. In fact, I would argue it's adding greater value to your life. When you feel good about who you are, then it's possible to add things to your life that are just going to add value, but they're not actually going to determine your self-worth because you're starting with that already. There are a couple of things that I've done in my life that have helped me to feel good about who I am. I do want to tell you that I like myself. (laughs) I feel good about who I am. I feel good about myself on the outside. I feel good about myself on the inside. And it isn't because I think I've attained anything. In fact, the older I grow and the more mature I grow, the more I actually see my flaws. At least it feels like that to me. The more I know that I still have quite a ways to go on my journey. You know, physically, I don't think that I'm perfect. I'm at peak condition. I know that there's room for improvement, but I feel good about myself. And the reason I feel good about myself is because I determined to make that a reality. I said in my life, my motivation was my kids because I wanted to raise kids that felt good about themselves. And I knew that I would not be able to do that if I didn't have security myself. The amazing thing that happened is that when I made the decision to accept myself, I discovered that acceptance leads to recognition instead of suppression. And what I mean by that is when I accepted myself, I could see things about myself, not just good things, but the ugly things too. And instead of being afraid of them or suppressing them, trying to hide them, I recognized them, I accepted them, and I recognized not just that those things were true about me, but that that was not how I wanted to remain, that that was not what I was created for, that that was not me living up to my ideal, and recognizing with acceptance actually helped lead me to healing and change. I think that it's so important to understand that accepting yourself, it isn't committing to staying someplace that is less than where you're supposed to be or less than who you're supposed to be. But it's recognizing that even in the mud, you have value. The story of the prodigal son is such a beautiful one. It's really a story of the extravagant love of the father. But the son's value to his father wasn't actually less at any point in that story, and it wasn't more at any point in that story. And the opportunities that he had were also not less or more. It may have seemed like he had given up his inheritance, he was wallowing in the mud with the pigs, he had nothing to eat, like that doesn't feel like you have a lot of opportunities in front of you, but he still had the same father. 
that hadn't changed. He still had the same value. He still had the same gifts and talents. All he had to do was make the choice to get out of the mud in order to see those gifts and talents come about in his life. And I think when we don't accept who we are, when we have allow insecurity too big a voice in our life, that it keeps us in the mud. But if we're in the mud and we recognize that we were created for more, that we have value, it helps us to get up out of it. So I've talked about this a little longer than I had anticipated, but I do want to encourage you that you are worthy just as you are. Accept yourself. Recognize that you have flaws, but don't allow them to rob you of your security or your feeling of self-worth. Instead, just trust the Lord and on the journey, he will clean you up. He will lead you into healing. He will lead you into growth. But that doesn't happen when you hide. It doesn't happen when you hide from him and it doesn't happen when you hide from other people. It doesn't happen when you hide from yourself. So don't allow insecurity to rob you of the beauty of life, of the journey that you're on, of the opportunities that are before you. Don't allow insecurity to steal your intimacy in relationship with other people or the experiences that you have. Don't allow your insecurity to teach the people around you to be insecure either. Two things that are helpful in this, practically speaking, and I'll stop (laughs) talking at you. But the first one is be in the picture. Women in general, I am talking to you. (laughs) Be in the picture. When my kids were young, I didn't always like being in the picture. I didn't always like how I looked when I was pregnant or when I had just had a baby or whatever the case might be. You have bad hair days. You didn't have time to put on your makeup, so on and so forth. It's so easy to be critical or to shy away from being captured in picture and stop it. I made the decision that I wasn't going to do that, that I was going to be in the picture. And not only that, but I was not going to complain about what the picture looked like. I did that for my kids again, because I didn't want them to have the example of me not feeling good enough about myself to be in the picture or complaining about myself. I wanted them to feel good about who they are and to be comfortable and confident in their skin in every season. And so I made this choice to be in the picture and then not to critique it afterwards. And by and large, I have done that. I can't say 100% of the time. (laughs) I'm just saying there are angles that are better than others, right? (laughs) But I have made that choice. And the amazing thing is that simple choice has actually been healing for me. It actually has changed my mindset. It's actually allowed me to participate more fully in moments. It's allowed me to have cherished memories. It has allowed me to accept myself without criticism. You know, you don't always feel like being in the picture, but if you make the choice, you might be amazed at the results. The next thing that I did and the last thing I'll say is that it's okay to fake it until you make it. (laughs) You know, sometimes you're not going to feel good about yourself. Sometimes life is going to be particularly messy or there's going to be things that cause a flare of insecurity. It's okay for that to happen 
to recognize it and to survive through it. And there are things that you can do during that time, you know, that this isn't the moment to get into. But one thing that is so important is that you don't allow insecurity to determine behavior or thoughts. You don't allow insecurity to be the driving voice in your head or in your heart or in your life. Instead, you make choices outside of insecurity. So you decide who you're going to be. You decide how you're going to behave. You decide what values are going to drive your life forward. You would decide those things and then you make those voices louder than the insecurity. Even if you don't feel like it, you pretend. You know, I'm not saying you lie. It's not that you have to pretend like you're perfect or everything's okay. But I will sing and dance at home a lot with my kids. And every now and then we'll do videos and things of it. And it it makes me self-conscious. But do you know what I do? I don't stop because the video's on. I don't change the way that I'm behaving because of it. And yes, those are private family videos. <laughs> we don't post them online usually unless everyone that's in it is okay and there's a good reason for it. So no, I'm not going to share them <laughs> with you. <laughs> At least not right now, maybe someday. But the point is I don't allow the insecurity to be the voice that decides because I have a value for that experience and for that moment and for the example and for capturing it and for not allowing insecurity to steal away the joy of an experience. So it's okay to fake it until you make it or at least to make choices based on values, not based on your confidence level (laughs) because you will lead your confidence level into something if you live like that. All right, I know this was a heavy topic, and I'm just going to be honest and tell you this went actually in a little bit of a different direction than I anticipated, but I hope you got something out of this. I feel like there was something in this, at least for somebody. Don't allow insecurity to have a voice in your life anymore. Don't give it a seat at the table. Maximizing your life and who you are and the opportunities in front of you actually start with accepting yourself. And you are worthy of being accepted. You are so much more valuable than you realize. And so my prayer for you today is that you would accept that as being true and that you would open your heart to receive the love of the Lord and the love of other people in your life today, this week, and always. All right. Thank you for joining me. Blessings to you. We're going to talk a little bit more about this in the next podcast, but we're going to talk about it not in terms of accepting yourself, but accepting your circumstances. And always in the meantime, you can find me on social media by searching for Nicole Van Gelder, the house. But also there are some exciting things in the works that are going to be launching this fall, both here and at Joyfield Home. So you can please stay tuned to that as well. But really just bless you wherever you're at. I hope that this encourages you. <laughs> maybe slightly convicts you if you are being encouraged to wake up, but mostly encourages you that there are precious things in this season and there is a reason to stay engaged and to stay awake and to be a part of what the Lord is going to do. Blessings to you.